Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. We're going to wait a few minutes and let people get in and see, um, you know, if this <laughs> sticks around. But we're going to start talking about uh, how the uh, pandemic we're going through is affecting uh, entertainment and media in the world and uh, what we're doing at home to entertain ourselves. This is a family friendly podcast slash stream. So if uh, anybody at home, kiddos, family, bored people want to jump in on our conversation, just uh, comment below. We're going to wait a few minutes and see if uh, let people get in so they can start commenting. Yeah, they're, uh, we got th- we got four people watching now. Woo! Record. I know, right? Record. <laughs> <laughs> That's an audience. <laughs> I'm gonna share this out myself and see if anybody. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> they left dogs out here in the '60s. Wow, it's one ugly eye. <laughs> That's not what you said earlier. He's not wrong. <laughs> oh boy, my bad. <laughs> my bad. So how's the world doing? Terrible. Good. I was thinking you really need to ask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm an essential employee. Yay. Essential. essential employee. You matter. The media, I do. the media is essential. It is. Remember, I don't remember. That's what they keep telling me, so I keep going to work. So I'm just thankful to have a job. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right, we got we got ten on right now, guys. Well, I, I guess we can go ahead and get started. Cool. All right, so uh, like I said earlier, we're uh, going to discuss um, how uh, the pandemic and um, everything that's going on is affecting uh, media and entertainment. And uh, what we're doing at home to entertain ourselves. Uh, so let's start with movies. So what do y'all think about all these movies 
being pushed back a year. Let, let, let me let me be specific with one because it, it's really bugging me is uh, Black Widow. Like, do y'all think it, it should have just gone t- to me? I don't think that movie was important enough to really keep in the theater. I don't think it was going to, it's definitely not going to be another billion dollar Marvel movie. I don't, I mean, so, and plus, and we're, so, and we're, we're out of a really large story arc right now. So we're just going back and telling a past story. I think they could have gone straight to release on myself, straight to Disney plus, or they could have done the at home release that they're doing now where you can rent it for 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. I think this movie's a, a, too little too late almost because it takes place after civil war yeah and he's already perished so it's, it's kind of like you should have gave this to me five movies ago well unless they do something like they've done many times with marvel where they somehow connect it to what's next or something yeah but how can you connect someone who's gone yeah, to next unless they bring her back that's marvel. the only thing unless they bring her back unless it's you- another character yeah. in the movie there you go well, it, the only fascinating thing to me is Taskmaster because yeah. he is he has to have been someone who is lurking in the shadows or has been a part of the Avengers at some point uh, in the story because, uh, I mean, we know who Taskmaster is in the comics, but we don't know if that's going to be the same person in the movies. It should be, but if it is the same person in the comics, then uh who were they in the background because if you watch the uh trailer he's doing all like the you know idiosyncrasies of right. every superhero you know like black panther's uh claws claws and captain america how he picks up his shield and stuff so and he's got better skills than black widow. So I bet you it's gotta be someone in black widow's past. And that would make a lot of sense. But to me, it just doesn't, it's like, this would have been a perfect Disney plus. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if it comes to the theaters, everything's in the past. So everything that happens after this movie, we know it's going to happen. We've seen in game. Right. Right. So that's why now, I, that's why I was saying that I think it's five movies too late. Yeah. Yeah. Like this should have came out right after Civil War or right after Black Panther. I was gonna say yeah, Black Panther. The, the buzz the buzz started early on with people wanting a <clears throat> Black Widow movie. It's just for I don't know what for what reason they waited so long to, to make one. I I don't know. It's I'm weird. not excited for it. Like I wasn't a f- I mean, excited I'm, for it when I saw the trailer and I just I'm like Matt. It should have been released on Disney Plus. I think that would have gave Disney well, look Plus they, a bigger boost. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. There's uh, they're sending Artemis Fowl, and that is a yeah. high budget movie. Yeah. That's coming to mm-hmm. Disney Plus. So I'm I'm kind of wondering what they're like. I'm I'm wondering if that. <clears throat> I'm wondering if um, that that the Black Widow thing is a Kevin Feige call. Oh, I'm pretty Fowl. sure it's 100. percent Whereas Artemis Fowl would not be under his purview. So, I mean, you know, I guess if Disney has their way, they're going to push out new movie content because right now they could think about how high they could push their subscribers, the number of subscribers right now. Um, Right. So I I will. Okay. So one positive 
one positive is that okay so it's pushed to no november i think november 6th my birthday november 6th so but okay so we get black widow on november 6th then in february we get another marvel movie then in the summer we get another marvel movie and then in the fall we get another marvel movie so we get four marvel movies and don't forget morbius is going to be somewhere in between there yep that's true that's true so technically five marvel movies but one is sony right Uh, you know, like, I, mean, I guess they're going to I hope they connect that to Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, that would be such a waste of a movie if they and did that. we we haven't even heard. Are we still going to get Venom 2 this year or are they pushing that one back? I didn't, didn't see that one on the back? list. I haven't heard on that one yet. I didn't see it on the list. Huh. I didn't even see if they had stopped or started production on that. <clears> yeah, they're so filming it. I've seen I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures of uh, well, they, Woody they, said they stopped, right? I mean, everything is stuck. Right, yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, I've seen... It was supposed to come out in October. Mm-hmm. Venom 2 had a release date of October. They were doing Morbius and then Venom 2. So, I, I don't... I don't. Yeah, it looks like today there's news on uh, that this week we could get the... We can get a new trailer, like a, a trailer for Venom 2. Yeah, so it's like... Are they just going to keep their October? I mean, I would think they would keep their October. That's the thing. When this all like goes back to normal, whatever we want to call normal, there's no movies in the theaters to go to because everyone's taking their movies and push them back to next year. Yeah. However, but but you got to think though, man, everybody's going to be so stir crazy. You, you could put, you know, uh, bed knobs and broomsticks five, out and everybody would go watch it. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, everybody's going to go to the theater and watch whatever is in the theater at the time this all goes away and we go back to a new normal because it's going to be a new normal. I don't oh, yeah. know, and I I think there's a paranoia out there that's going to last a little bit. I, yeah, I was about to say yeah. I, I agree with Matt. I think some people are going to be hesitant to go to movies yeah. just because they've so. seen what a quarantine looks like. They've seen. Like who would it, thought it, that we live in a pandemic in our lifetime? <laughs> well, I mean, I just think it's I think it's that bad up there. I just think people are uh, like, or you know, they're seeing how this is now, but they're seeing that you know it's it's this pandemic's caused by crowds, right? And uh, I think as soon as as soon as they go like, all right, babe, uh, everybody, life is back to normal. Um, I think people are going to be a little hesitant and used to how we're living right now so right. it's gonna like be they're gonna have to like get a little nudge and then hey. once they see that people are going out and doing normal things then they're gonna be like okay i'm gonna tiptoe out the door and and then once I, they do one thing like uh go to an event or a concert then they're gonna be like okay everything's okay and then everything will be like like a flush towards uh you know, movies and right. whatever else. We end up being a trickle. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll start slow and then move in. That's not going to be us. No, that's not going to be us. I'm no. just saying. I think a majority of the people in the world, yeah. us, as soon a as they say chunk. everything's back to no- normal, I would agree. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I, think, I think everybody's going to be chomping at the bit. I think day one, when you get, when like you know, governors or the president or somebody starts getting on TV saying, okay. 
we are fine now. They, we've arrested this thing. Everything's getting good. We're going to start, you know, releasing the the, re, the regulations and everything, and we're going to trickle everybody back to a new normal. Once any green light is given, even if they start with a yellow light to get everybody back out there, I think everybody's just going to be like, see you. Well, but see, yeah. I think more people are going to be outside rather than yeah. inside in a movie theater. That, yeah, that could be, but um, I swear, that, I, I think everybody's. I'm gonna just going to be like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be in my house for I don't even know how long. As soon as they say we can leave, man. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think that people are not. I, I agree with Brian. I don't think people are going to want to rush to the theater, and that's why these theaters are saying that they're going to stay closed for three months. The, yeah. at least three months that they're going to they're going to let the dust settle before they decide okay plus you know even staying close for three months right now like you were saying if they, even if they put older movies in there i don't think the crowds are going to rush there because all the movies are pushed back i bet you uh driving theaters are going to sell out i bet you you're oh, they have they have been stardust stayed down in watertown stayed open until they forced them to close and they said yeah. they were busy they were busy most a, mostly every night. There's another one up in Franklin, Kentucky, too. It stayed open to the last minute, too. Like they thanked everyone and were like, well, the the they're they're telling us that we've got to um close down. So it's just crazy. So Josh, you, you're upset that Mulan was pushed. Do you think that's another one that um <clears throat> should have gone to Disney plus, or do you think that's worthy of staying in the theater? I don't know. Uh, when you look, watch the trailer and stuff, it, they made it look like it was such an epic film. I, I personally believe it was made to be on the big screen. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm bummed that it's not coming because, you know, I used to, you know, as you all know, I directed Mulan junior at uh, my school and all my kids were so excited to go see it. And God, every time Katie and I used to see the trailer, we had tears in our eyes because we were so excited for it. And then once they canceled it, it was just like, Oh, this is the beginning of the end right here. So do you like how they're not doing it as a typical Disney movie? They're doing it as like an Epic movie. I'm not going to lie at first. At first, I was upset because I was like, how are you going to change everything? But then I got to thinking more and more about it and did more research on the story. And I kind of like that they're, you know, sticking more to the traditional side of what the story actually was. And I think people need to see that. I mean, if you want to see a recreation word for word, just watch the new Lion King movie. I mean, it's pretty much a word for word. I'm going to tell you, man, my wife is, you know, she's like, she's sitting back and watching it. And she says, it looks really awesome and it looks like a great epic film. But she's like, if they don't have the songs and the state, you know, the, the, the music that goes along with Mulan that, that was already in the cartoon version, she's going to be uh, wildly upset. I mean, she's I don't through. think it will, though. I don't think it will because they, I think they it will instrumentally. Them. Well, I think if it doesn't have those songs, she's going to hate it, and she's a Disney purist. She loves it. Well, they partnered. They partnered with a production company in China because a lot of the um, action and stuff is all China based, like that China wired action that they have have perfected since the sixties. Yeah, um, that's all China, man. We don't. We Americans don't do that because we have CGI. And China still does that, uh, you know, they call it wired action. They still do right. that. And a lot of that is in Milan's. Uh, so I think, I don't think it'll have, I honestly, I don't think it'll have music. If they do, it will be like what Micah said, 
have like the background music and not the words. So well, the song isn't the song in the trailer, but it's just instrumental. That's what made me think about it. Yeah, it was. My wife I'm just being honest with you. Just, I was I was so bored with that. The uh, message music or I'm walking out. Yeah, <laughs> I just saw that. I was so bored with the cartoon Mulan that, you know, I, I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. The, the most I got out of Mulan. Oh, you was made Josh fun. mad. <laughs> be honest, I never, I never saw it. I never saw it until I saw Josh's play. No, yeah, you saw it many, many out. times. You just blocked it out because when we worked at Blockbuster, oh uh, yeah, I, played I, it. Honest, I don't even remember <laughs> Blockbuster. I mean, like he would play Blockbuster. it. Blockbuster. Time we what got there. Yeah. They don't know what that is. I mean, it may have been playing when we worked at Blockbuster, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember it. From the time he got there, from the time he left, he had two. He had one he put in the uh, VCR, and then he'd have another one he rewound, and then Micah, your sister says uh, she's glad Black (laughs) Widow was pushed back because her girl needs her moment. I don't know if that. I don't. I don't think. To me, like uh, uh, I think, I think what he, uh, what, uh, what uh, was it? Micah said it earlier. I think um, it's too little, too late. To, yeah, for, her to for a moment. I mean, I think she kind of had a moment in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, like, I, like I want to see this story just to watch it. Yes, for like, uh, yeah. But I don't think it's we're pat we're we're in Endgame past Marvel watching family now that's just how people are going to watch movies it's, it's like okay what's next and now you're going to give us a story that's before in game so it's kind of like i mean yeah i mean i'd like to see a solo movie of her but i wish she didn't die in the movie yeah, yeah. right so yeah. Shannon, she Shannon, i think uh yeah spoiler <laughs> yeah. could you imagine could you imagine right now it was just if this happened room, this time last year Oh, yeah, that there was be, no in game. Right, be riots, man. Be riots. So Shannon, Shannon, I think, I think uh, Scarlett Johansson, I think she's an think amazing she's part of uh, Marvel, but I think they wasted her character. I think they waited till after the height of all MCU to do anything with her, and now it's too yeah. late. I yeah. think it's time now to let her character go. And then concentrate. I think they can do something great with Captain Marvel with Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there are a lot of female characters that can be brought into the MCU right now. And like mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Let, let me tell you, I when I heard about the so spoilers when I heard about the part that there was going to be a female empowerment moment in Endgame. I was like, ooh, I don't know. That's That might be like an exploitation thing. Mm-hmm. But when I saw it, I was like, girl power, let's go. Like, you had, <laughs> you had all of them. You had Shuri. You had uh, you had Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, what, what's Gwyneth Paltrow? I'm, I'm blanking. Rescue. Uh, huh? Rescue. Rescue. Yeah, Rescue. rescue. Uh, you Pepper had Potts. the Wasp. You had all of them, man. They were just, they all came, they all came in at that moment. And they were plowing the road. I was all about it. They did it right. They didn't just like show them all and then that be it. They they showed how awesome they were. So. I had tears in my eyes during that scene. But at the same time, I w- the reason why I think they need to go ahead and go with it, though, yes, the storyline probably is out of order with everything else. But, I mean, we need more 
we need more stories of these female superheroes, not just people just added into all these other male characters and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, I like agree. Example, that yeah. scene in Endgame, it, all of them running across the field like that was amazing. But to me, that still wasn't as amazing as the first time you see Wonder Woman go across that field in, you know, her first movie. I mean, that one. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even a female, and I was just like, "This is so beautiful." Yeah. <laughs> but talk, talk. All right. So since you brought up Wonder Woman, talk about another wasted character because oh of how Warner Brothers and DCU is going right now. Oh, don't she like, making her own movies. She can, but oh, they've God. already. Here we go. We're going down the DC rabbit hole again. Hey, hey, hey. Like, like they did Justice League. Now it's <laughs> yeah, Ryan. It, there's a DCU Whoa. now, so now uh, the DCU is a 300 foot hole of nothingness that'll never come back out of. So <laughs> we, we saw that in Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I yeah, you know it's bad when a movie just makes fun of itself the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, the whole yeah, movie. yeah. I'm 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 not gonna lie. I I thought Birds of Prey was entertaining. I, yeah, like, I just didn't think it was like anything to like grasp onto that would like make me want to go back and watch all the rest. See, that's what I think every movie should be. It should uh-huh. be like, oh, if this is your first one, you will it will make you want to go back and oh, watch. Yeah. Because let me tell you, when Man of Steel came out, I was like, this is how Superman should be. This yes. is one of the greatest Superman movies. And I am so, so excited to see where the DCU is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then you know <laughs> they dropped the where it is now. Mm-hmm. They had and the ball, and then they were like, "Oops." Yeah, and I thought Henry Cavill was the perfect Superman, and he's he has come out and said that he will come back as Superman if they don't do something with that. I'm going to be very angry because you don't get that very. You don't get someone who just does Superman and goes past the Superman curse. Because he's doing Witcher and is very popular, mm-hmm. and then wants mm-hmm. to come back. So I'm like, "Come on, yeah, you know, get on the ball." But with Wonder Woman, they're doing the same thing. They're going back in the past, and it's like, well, you can do is just bring up the past, <laughs> bring up the past." So it's like, all right, Wonder Woman has some pretty cool, uh, you know, like. That super villains like she has she has like she's like the only female character that has like seven series comic book series herself so it's like that there's a reason for that you know like if, if you want to do just her because she's popular just like aquaman i thought aquaman was an amazing dc move DC yeah, movie. Yeah. And, yeah and i'm like there's a lot you can do with him. If you're going to do single movies, then do it. Give me, give me trilogies of each individual character. And then when you get your stuff together, then you could do like a joint movie. You could do one movie. You could bring in a new character like Captain Adam because he's such a minor character and then bring everybody into his movie. And then boom, you have a new justice league. Yeah. But man, they they dropped the ball so hard. You can't set up, both the Justice League and the Legion of Doom and then not yeah. do anything with it. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, that was, you know, the Super Friends and the uh Justice League were my top of my, my top of my all-time Mount Rushmore of, of cartoons growing up. And um 
when I saw that setup, I mean, number one, you had, you know, and of course, everybody who's ever listened to this show knows I cannot stand Batfleck, but well, here we go. I'm not going to go down that road, but, but <laughs> when, when Batman was, when, when Bruce was walking through his old, <laughs> when he was walking through their old, I told home, you. He was walking through their old home and they were mapping out, you know, where they were going to set everything up and setting up the whole hall of justice. And then they had that credit scene where, you know, Lex was like, you know, I think we need our own league, you know, or something like that. Okay, so I was super excited for that, and then it's going nowhere. You know okay, that so, it's so bad that the that the TV show set up Super Friends and better than the movies could. Yeah, yeah. All right, but okay. So on that, to me, the table doesn't belong to the Justice League. It belongs to the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed that they did it did did that way because Batman has technology i figured he would show they would figure like they would show the uh brian help me out what's the the, the thing in space um the watchtower the watchtower yeah um i figured they would bring the watchtower because that is the justice league's thing like everybody has the watchtower they have i forgot their, about the watchtower yeah and, but see justice society no, did the um, uh, Brian, we lost your camera. Well, he did. I know. Have- I did it. Okay. Okay. Well, Justice Society did the table. That was what they're known for. Like, if you look at their very first comic, they're all at the round table in the Hall of Justice. So, I was kind of disappointed that they did that. Um, that's what I loved about Smallville. They gave <clears> that <throat> credit to the Justice Society, finding the Hall of Justice, finding the table, finding all the relics of the Justice Society. And they, you know, they just went a little different with the watchtower. They didn't put it in space, but they did something different. My so. my sister made a good point here on Facebook that we're going to get to see the invisible plane in the new movie, which that I, I am excited for. Are I've we? always wanted to see how they would transition that yeah. to the screen. I want to know how they're bringing Chris Pine back. Uh, I think uh, uh, I, I think don't think he's really the, him. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm with Micah. I, I don't think it's really him, but that or it's like a shadow of him from another, like another villain that like you okay. know pulled him out and like is teasing her. Okay. Uh, like uh, yeah, I'm with Micah. I don't think it's really him. I think it's like a shadow of him that is you know just messing with her. And then by the end of her movie, they're going to present like a like. That might be like another like thing like uh you know uh dark side messes with your emotions and mm-hmm. uses your emotions against you. So this could be like an introduction to you know maybe dark side brought a shadow of him back to mess with her and to find out what he can do to uh take over her because all she has to do is be vulnerable once and then dark side can take over her. So um when does it come out wonder woman did he get pushed back yeah like uh august i think august all right i got pushed back to august i thought it got pushed back again to next year no i got pushed back to august Mm. well this movie was supposed to come out last year Mm -hmm. yeah and it was supposed to come out this june i have a dc universe question yeah does anybody else, this is just my opinion, does anybody else think that they're just, the reason why 
Warner Brothers is having so much trouble with the DC universe because they're banking too much on the one character of Batman. It's like every time something changes with Batman, everything changes. And I'm like, it's like every time you think about it, when Batman versus Superman came out, everybody was on Batfleck. Every time uh, when Justice League came out, everything was, you know, because Affleck wasn't doing a good job uh, acting or something. It's like ever since, I don't know, it's like ever since uh, Christopher Bale played him, everything's just been kind of downhill. Well, I mean, let me let me tell you that it, it wasn't anything else, but it's Ben Affleck. So, you know, everybody's going to be you honest. See, I disagree. I thought he was OK at that. Oh. I thought Ben Affleck was amazing. And let me tell you, because not only is Ben Affleck a good actor. I'll be I'll be I'll be right back. I, I, I can't be in this conversation again. I'll be, I'll be back. I, haven't I, heard any, I wasn't part of this actor, conversation last time. But he is the only Batman, only uh, filmed Batman. Okay, is it is it over? Built. No. Ah, shit. Uh, he is he is built like he like worked out just like Henry Cavill to be a pumped up Batman. No other Batman did it. It was all skinny guys or you know that put on like muscle suits. Mm. I don't know, man. Christian Bale and Batman Begins was pretty ripped. Okay, when yeah, you take that suit off. He's a skinny dude. He is not that. I ripped. wish he took the he fifty million. Guy. I, Adam West what, did not best... wear a suit. He did not. <laughs> Adam, Adam West. West. Adam West. <laughs> Adam Wee. Okay, but yeah, but he, he also looked like a skinny Batman too. I'm Adam, Adam Wee. One hundred percent grade Adam West. <laughs> right. One hundred percent pure Adam Wee. Adam Wee. <laughs> uh, Shannon Pierce says, "Just give me Michael Keaton again." Michael Keaton is yeah. the greatest Batman ever. I would take him as an older Batman in like a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. You want to get that? That would be awesome. Let's get that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Shannon uh, Pierce, signed by Michael Keaton, right there. Greatest that, Batman ever. That's my sister, by the way. I know who your sister is. That's my sister. <laughs> Just keep saying it over and over again, I guess. <laughs> Uh, that's your uh, <laughs> so uh, this is Josh's office, by the way. He's just taking us a nice little tour here. Tour just gonna take camp. you around the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice office, uh, I, pretty small though. I tell you what, um, Steele just said uh, um, he j- he just brought up Shazam. I thought Shazam was pretty good. Shazam was uh, great. Yeah, I like Shazam. I like Shazam. That was really good. That's the thing. They're starting to do well with their movies, like their solo movies, because yeah. I feel like I feel like they're trying to start turn a Marvel like, you know, hey, let's just give some solo movies like they didn't rush Black Adam. They're waiting for the rock. Hey, you like, just, they could have made hit the nail on the head right there. They didn't rush. That's the thing about right. Marvel is they took their time. They put in the money. They attracted. A, I mean, look how many Academy Award winners and nominees were part of their cast in supporting roles and main roles. I mean, they took the time to to grow this like an actual baby into something, and that's why it was so good. This all boils down to this all boils down to leadership and control. They they need somebody. In from Warner Brothers, or they need to develop a, a somebody outside of you know a, a, like a separate unit managed by Warner Brothers 
who oversees the DCEU or whatever and, uh, and controls everything to make sure that everything follows these bullet points and we get, so here's, here's our roadmap and this is where we want to get to. You go make your movies, but just make sure it's telling the overarching story of getting to here mm-hmm. and have some kind of control. Warner Brothers lets anybody do anything. Oh my God, they have. Okay, so if Marvel has their Thanos, DC has their dark side, and they brought it up in Batman versus Superman, and that right there should have been enough. And then they didn't do anything with it after that. It's like D- Dark Side just disappears. Yep. Like he's one of the most powerful beings in comics. Like, even if you wanted to prolong him 10 years, like Marvel did, you could take your sweet time getting to Dark Side because. It depending on what story you have, he could still be trapped in um, uh, the mother's what you call it, mother the, box, mother box. No, not the mother, the portal that the mother box creates. That like what 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 it did to Steppenwolf because Steppenwolf, like he said, he was in exile. Like yeah. Dark Side is the mm. same thing. I can't remember what that that thing. They is. were in the same place, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember yeah, what it's I called. Remember. See, I remember what it's called. I also think that DC was, you know, they, they were doomed from the start. Anyways, Marvel set the bar so high that if DC would have prolonged Darkseid and they made these solo movies, then you have the publics who don't know the storyline saying things like, "Oh, they're just trying to copy Marvel now." So I, I feel and like they were kind of in a lose lose situation. You know what? If I was the head of Marvel or the head of DC at that time, I would have been like, "No, you're you're right. We are, but we're trying to do it right." No, I, I would agree. be fine. Yeah. Carp- I'd be fine with them copying Marvel's formula as long as they did it right. Instead of, hey, let's give you a Superman movie. Let's give you a a bat. Let's introduce Batman to a Superman movie, and then let's do a, ju- a Wonder Woman, and then a Justice League. Yeah. Okay, but I think they got. I think all right. So when they made Man of Steel, I, I don't think they had any intention on doing a DCU. <laughs> I think uh, Man of Steel did so well. Un- unexpectedly that they were like oh my god we're gonna go from here man of steel was so amazing he was t- uh he went over so well because superman after christopher christopher reeve you know a lot of people you have to like you have to be gentle with superman batman could literally be anybody look robert freaking pattinson is batman now <laughs> you know so yeah, like I'm curious superman, about him though superman is a sensitive because of what Christopher Reed did with Superman, that's a sensitive character, man. Like they have to like, you know, they have to be gentle with them. That's why like, I loved um, uh, Brandon Routh's Superman. Oh yeah, but, I agree. But the public didn't. Yeah. The public did not. Like they did not like it because it was, it, they tried to copy Christopher Reeve. And to me, he was like almost, Almost the carbon copy of Christopher Reeve, and they were really and the public didn't want that. And I yeah. think he, when they made Man of Steel, they were doing something completely different. They got a different kind of person to play Superman, and he made it his own. And uh, they went a little further back into his history, going to Krypton, showing more of how he got here. I love and that. Then, like gang. Oh, that's my favorite it part of like, Man of Steel is when you actually got to see Krypton. Yeah, and how it was destroyed, and how Zod and all that got to where it Dang was. It. Now I think I'm gonna have to watch it today. 
<laughs> the only thing I didn't like about Man of Steel is Superman killing Zod. Yeah, that I didn't like that. Superman doesn't see, kill. I, I disagree. I disagree with that. Superman doesn't kill. But see, I, I disagree. I felt like the way that story was played out, everyone knows he doesn't kill. But, you know, what led him to that decision? Why can't it be a version of a story where the fact that he had to do that led him to, oh, wait, now I know what this is like. I'll never do it again. I yeah. Mean, I don't yeah. know. Ask he Matt was, if Batman can be a serial killer. <laughs> what? A- ask Matt if Batman can be a serial killer. Uh, I'm not going uh, uh, <laughs> to. Go, jo- go ahead, Josh. Ask Matt if Batman can be a serial killer. Let's not do this. Can <laughs> he? Sure, but I, I'm scared. And now oh, I get no, to see his this, face. No. This great. Let's not go down here. Matt, can if Batman they, be a serial killer? Josh, did you watch? Josh, did you watch Crisis on Infinite Earths on the CW? No, I'm actually behind. Uh, Katie and I are in last season. Okay, we just got out of prison. Go back and watch that six episode series, and then then you'll realize was, why we mentioned that. Right. Let me let me do you a favor, Josh. <laughs> How about you not watch that piece of crap and just move on? <laughs> and be done with all or listen to the podcast we did yeah. on it too. Yeah. Just listen to the podcast we did on it, and you'll get Matt's yeah. full opinion on it. That <laughs> right. makes yeah. a serial killer. Uh, if there's one character, like, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> if there is what? one character in all the comics that should not kill, it's Batman. I'm just gonna He's sit here and drink my wine. Live by that code from the beginning. And that is one thing. All right, Jim. This is the one time I'm going to agree with you. The one hey, Matt, time. Matt, be oh, careful. Oh, Your mother that, is watching. That's quiet. He's going to agree with me. Let's be quiet. There is, oh. let's listen. There is one thing okay. about Batman versus Superman I didn't like was his disregard for life. That was the only thing I didn't like. But they really didn't focus on his character, so I was able to just let it go. And they didn't really show him purposefully killing people so i was able to just let it go but when you take a character and make him love killing it is not batman (laughs) you're welcome Uh, just uh just out of curiosity um have have you been talking to a therapist about this because you seem (laughs) to end up um a little 16 i'm angry at my father syndrome i mean Dude, you ought to have been involved in the force healing conversation. Oh, <laughs> hey, which, by the way, you guys need to read the, the book, The Rise of Skywalker Expanded Edition. They go in on details on force healing. <laughs> hey, really? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm almost I've almost I'm finished it. And they go on. You, you get to find out. I won't spoil it. But was that you that posted that meme of like where it says, I love you and I'll force heal you. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be. That's Matt. That was me. Uh, yeah, because that's basically uh, <laughs> no. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing. Plus, so those we're right. Those, he was wrong, right? Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The same as always. Hey, it's in the book. It's canon. No, I'm saying. I'm, the, saying. I'm saying we're right. Oh yeah. Oh. Exactly. No, I thought they said all books weren't canon, so you could take the books. No, they and- are now. Oh, no. they are now. No, all oh, the Disney, all they are. 
the ones that are made now are the ones ever since disney bought them yes they are floor ceiling you could you could you could fill your iv bag full of force and i'm telling you read read that book all right here we go jim Jim, you will love that book it it fills in so much more of the movie like i i could imagine i'm gonna read it and then i'm gonna draft a cliff notes version of just a just a like a five page essay on four ceiling and send it to Matt. <laughs> you know they, what? I'll fax you my response. <laughs> I'll fax you my response. <laughs> Just adding cliff notes. Say, uh, and this is where you were wrong. And here you were wrong. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll, edit wrong. he'll just make sure. I'll, I'll highlight <laughs> all the areas you go. wrong. Oh, okay. It'd probably be a lot easier that way. Just, <laughs> all right, so... I'm going to move this conversation <laughs> onto Top Gun. <laughs> so, uh, Do we consider somebody... Maverick a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So Brian, God. You, you, you're probably most affected by the Top Gun movie being Man. pushed back. Oh, it didn't so, bother me. So, who, who's what? It didn't bother me. <laughs> Nobody cares what your opinion is on this. I want to see it, but I'm not as excited. I've been waiting so I'm long. I'm talking to Ryan. Everyone. I was wanting to see <laughs> I was so excited for Top Gun. Well, that no one cares my, about Ryan, so it's okay. That is my summer movie choice. If I only saw one movie all summer, it was Top Gun. And I knew when these movies were getting pushed back. I knew it was coming. I was so excited to see Iceman again, Maverick, the whole crew, to hear the story of what happened between him and his girlfriend and what happened to the retired captain. I was just looking forward to Top Gun. And Goose's son is in it, Miles Teller. Yeah. I'm, And now I have to wait to Christmas. But I tell you. It's not so much the storyline because I know that's what hit what, what's hitting him is he really was looking forward to all that. But I tell you why I really was wanting to see that is because of all the behind the scenes stuff of Maverick, where uh, he actually flew those F eighteen Hornets just with a actual pilot in the front, but he made those G turns in the movie. So when you see him flying. That's him flying that I mean, plane. And that's really cool. Like, that is. I am look, I am looking forward to seeing that. But it, this was going to be a movie right here that I think would have just took everybody's mind off everything and been a fun summer movie. Yeah. This okay. is how you can tell that my sister and I are related. She says, I literally don't care about Top Gun. Hey, Michael, <laughs> why don't you go to that closet back there, get a toy, and shut the door for the rest of the Oh. Right. I don't have pull any toys. A, pull a book oh. off the shelf and read it. And is it just me, or is it, or can Tom Cruise just keep making movies yes. for eternity? I mean, yes. absolutely. Everything. I mean, Mission Impossible. Mission make as many as you want. Jack Reachers. I Does anybody else think Reacher. he's got bionic enhancements? <laughs> I'm okay he's, with that. I mean, he, the man he's immortal, like Dolly Parton. Yeah, right. Tom Cruise is going to be making Mission Impossible movies. When we're like 80 and he's like 110 <laughs> and he still looks the same. Yeah. Mission, yeah. mission possible. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. I was really. You can do I it. <laughs> I saw the teaser trailer for Top Gun. I know me and Matt were talking about that. 
just made me so excited. I mean, that, that right there was my childhood. Yeah, it only took what 20 years for them to make this movie. 20 years for everybody to get back together and everything. And I mean, I'm I'm perfectly fine with Kelly McGillis not being in the movie. Like she didn't really make a big for me. I mean, that was just a love scene. I can do without romance in movies. I'm gonna be real. But (laughs) Uh, now I I don't want to watch it because she's not in the movie. Man, I love (laughs) Jennifer Connelly. That right there is a childhood crush right there. Jennifer Connelly. Ryan, you changed. Weren't you like a big rom-com fan back in the day? I was. And, you know, that's funny. Like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like Pretty Woman and all that. You got mail. Loved rom-com. And now I can't stand them. Well, rom-coms. He's like, I've grown up. This is all fake. They don't have the same comedic appeal as they used to back in the day. Exactly. Exactly. And I still love a good like a just married type movie. That's fun. It has to have some, but yeah, I can't no more. Nope. They don't, they're not the same. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's not Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan anymore. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you one movie I wasn't hurt by. And that was uh, fast and the furious 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm like, I, I kind of wanted makes- it just to get it over with. Now we got to wait another two years. So you know what well, I'm, I'm disappointed about that with though, Matt, is I just want to know about Han. That's all I want to know. Yeah, that's all yeah. I want to know. Like, I'm, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for them to end it. Yeah. I want two more Hobbs and Shaws. Mm-hmm. I want two more of those, and then they can end those. Yeah. When was it? Uh, when when was it last about cars? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. They're a Thank military. You, unit. Was that wasn't that Tokyo Drift? Maybe I think. Maybe Tokyo. I mean, yeah, I would say so. Maybe the one after that in a smidge. I have to agree with Jim. I think it was Tokyo Drift. We took a I, I can't say anything, though. Fast Five was my favorite. I love Fast Five. I loved Fast Five. And I mean, I do enjoy the movies, but I'm I'm ready for it. could have been over after seven. After they, and, they should, and they should have not put the uh, Fast and Furious moniker on Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, yes, I agree with Jim. I agree. Thing. Scoots, I can't hear you, man. You keep you keep going in and out. I don't know if your mic oh, is. I don't know. Yeah, you're you're really quiet. Yeah, you are quiet. I see you doing hand gestures, but I can't hear your voice. <laughs> I, I never watched Hobbs and Shaw. Did you like well, it? The lucky one. I liked it. I thought it's not a great like acting movie. Yeah, but I don't look it's, for that. To me, oh, it's it, a popcorn me, it flick. Like it's, watching, a, it's a buddy cop yeah. popcorn flick. It was it like is. watching Tango and Cash to me. Oh, you yeah. guys that hate each other. It's really comedic. Yeah. And if you expect anything more than that, then you're in for disappointment. Hey, yeah, and if you quick. expect it to be a Fast and the Furious movie, you're in even more disappointment. Matt, it's not a Fast and the Furious movie. It's a Fast and the Furious Presents. It's the same thing as watching Star Wars A Story. It's the same kind of concept. That's why it made... Yeah, but even in a Star Wars A Story, the universe is still the same. It's You're not, the you don't same have universe. you don't have motorcycles that. Transformers sound effect there. Yeah. Thank you. I've been work, I've been trying to like, you know, Mike. Mike. All right. So, so that you're saying like the stuff in there was just totally unrealistic. I think yes. Fast and the Furious look unrealistic six movies ago when they're literally taking cars and like gluing them together and making a supercar 
Yeah, but it's they, still been doing that. Like, still, right, they're, so they're still using Toretto's car in the last movie where he had uh, like a thing that sent out a pulse to send, uh, to end all uh, electronics and had a gigantic engine in the back. That's not realistic. Stuff like that doesn't exist. You know, like they had a regular engine in that car and they were just uh, driving yeah. it around with crap sticking out to make it look like a super engine. It's and neither so does a motorcycle that can ride that can drive on a wall all I mean, the way down and then flip over and land and then come back. At some point, you gotta just dis- put aside disbelief. I mean, we're all kind no, of I, I agree. So, I mean, <laughs> I agree with you, Josh. You have to you have to think different. But when you, I mean, when, in the trailer of the new movie, they're swinging from a bridge, right? Oh, yeah. Bridge, a bridge. He like <laughs> catches a hook. In a car that he literally has no control of but steering, catches a hook, swings over a mountain. Come on now. And he looks completely calm while he's doing it. I've got this. (laughs) I'm just, I'm like, where's your mic? I want the Fast and the Furious movie. I do. But when it comes out, I couldn't care less. And I hear the rumor that they're going to take the last last one and make it a two-parter. I'm like, no, please don't. Make it a three-hour movie and end it. Fast and the Furious has to end. We can't go anywhere else. We can't. Just stop it. Mm -hmm. Just stop it. I know, like I'm over the Fast and the Furious movies. They're the the storylines are really good and they keep me interested. That's why I really enjoyed the last one. But I'm like, man, this has got to end. These characters, it's just it's so above and beyond. Like I'm I kind of enjoyed them going to Hobbs and Shaw to do something different with two different characters. What I find funny about this is that Katie and I are planning on watching them all pretty soon. I mean, what else are we going to do? Right. <laughs> you know, something else I'm really, really disappointed at, other than the fact that I'm, if the tradition is Thanksgiving, James Bond. I, man. Oh, yeah. That was what the first victim of Corona. Like, man, that was like, I was looking forward to seeing that for my birthday. It's the first yes. time my movies come out in April. So I was super excited, and then whenever they pushed it back, I was yep. like, "Well, that's heartbreaking." Uh, speaking, that of which, heartbreaking. speaking of which, Josh, do you yeah. have do you have Hulu? Yes, I do. Have you watched the documentary they did on George Lazenby? <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to ask me that, and no, I have not seen it yet. I George Lazenby oh, was great. And by the way, Lazenby was a good Bond, Josh. He was. <laughs> No, he liked it. I'm the one that said that Lazenby. Oh, I thought sucked. Josh didn't like Lazenby. Oh, he loved no, it. Oh, well, then you're stupid, Jim. Just want to let you I know. Lazenby was terrible, but what's crazy. Lazenby was not bad. He was terrible. <laughs> um, he's the worst. But um, He's not Timothy Dalton terrible. Hey, oh, shut Timothy your Dalton face. Acted circles around. Oh. He's got to be more terrible. Hey, but thank anyway, you. Anyway, uh, George Lazenby walked away from a seven-movie, $50 million deal. Why? Uh, he he, he felt idiot. like he had the moral high ground or something. I don't know. Watch the documentary. It's really odd. He was a super odd bird. I'm not the, it's on Hulu? I mean, I've got like Hulu. two months full of it. So Roger is on, one of our loyal listeners. What's up, Roger? What's up, Raj? He said Fast 7 was the last one I have watched. And to be honest with you, you're okay on that. You can stop there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Which one was I it? They were trying to outrun a sub. A sub. A sub. That was eight. 
I mean, seriously, the only that. thing they're missing now is actually or bringing seven. a shark onto the movie and having them jump over it with a car. You know what I was waiting for in that in that scene, Josh? Was I was waiting for one of them to fall in the water and their car turn into a submarine itself. That's what <laughs> I was waiting for. That's some Roger Moore, James Bond crap right there. Right? <laughs> Roger Moore. Okay, so how do we feel... About, James Bond action right here. I wanted to ask this question since there's a lot of us Oscar watchers. How do we feel like the Oscars are going to fill this year? I'm so depressed. All right. But think of it this way. Think of it this way. All right. So you're right now. You're only going to miss summer blockbusters. And if you have anything that is uh, potentially a Oscar nominated movie, release it to Netflix or a streaming site. Let us watch it now. And then keep your hopes up for the fall. Well, but even if this stuff goes into like September, God, please don't let that happen. But if it does, then I think this would be a perfect opportunity for the Oscars to uh, evolve into something different. Like what we were talking about the other day, like voiceovers or motion caption and stuff like that. And stuff. Because yeah, you could because you still have that stuff is being released right. right now, like Artemis Fowl and all that that will have motion caption stunts mm -hmm. and stuff like that, voiceover that we can still have and we appreciate, and they can totally think, incorporate that. I think you're going to see one of the biggest last minute floods of on certain movies, not not the Marvels because the Mar let's be honest, Marvel and DC and all that stuff they're not shooting for you know an Oscar. Uh, but I think I think this will be probably one of the biggest years that you'll see uh, the last minute flood of movies trying to get out for the Oscar season. Right. Because the, the, the thing I was trying to say was production shut down right now. So yeah. those movies who would be Oscar worthy aren't filming. Right. Hey, I have <clears> a question. <throat> I got a question. Well, some of them did come out already at the Sundance and everything. All you Oscar buffs that watch it. How do y'all do y'all like the fact there's no host? No. No. Stupid. I hate that. Just bring back Billy Crystal until he's 90. The host is what the host is what's part what makes the Oscars great. Yeah. Without a host, it makes it go, you know, oh, we can hit on right on time, but it takes the spirit of the Oscars away. Just, I mean, are, I think does the Golden Globe still have hosts? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Ricky Gervais. I think Gervais a part of it, part of it might be the uh, Kevin Hart controversy. Yeah, they don't want to go down that road again. But it wasn't a controversy, in my opinion. But it, it wasn't, in my opinion, either. I mean, I had don't my get me started on that. The public crucified him. That's well, the thing. He, I'm he made here apologize for his documentary was basically a seven-part apology for all the crap the media, you know, did to him. So, you know, I think he did it right, man. I think, I think. He, he said something, made a mistake, but who doesn't? And right. I think he spent I think he spent a lot of his own money to make an apology and to move on yeah. and just move on. Like, I don't understand. Let, why let, me, let me let me phrase this. Let me phrase this out there to everybody, though. Um, if these people live their life in the limelight, it, imagine your life with a video camera, a regular camera and a microphone shoved in your face 24-7. Yes. And imagine all the stupid crap you say that could be taken out of context. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Could you imagine if we had if we had these type of no. these? 
If we had oh, these when we were kids, oh my no. God, you wouldn't even want to know me. No, yeah. no, no. But, but, but beyond that, but beyond that, the problem is that no one, everyone has their own moral high ground now and no one knows how to forgive people for mistakes anymore. People make mistakes, people do things and then they're crucified for life. That They're, they're stuck with the label. And that's my problem. And that goes in a much deeper conversation. Everyone is boxing a label now. And ever, that frustrates me so much. Ever since that people ceased being people and became an avatar. Yes. They, you know, they're, you know, they, 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 they hold on to a moral high ground that they have never achieved in their life and don't deserve. And nobody deserves for, for that matter. I mean, look, um, even just Kevin Hart, there's other right. people. In, in my oh, mind, yeah, not yeah. everyone's perfect. Everyone no. makes mistakes, but if you, if you, if you, if you say, Hey, look, I made a mistake. I was wrong. I mean, Look at the 80s comedy like Eddie Murphy did. You watch Raw? I yeah. mean, Raw oh, is yeah. just straight up just bad. I don't look at uh, Mel Brooks. Right, yeah, Mel Brooks. Look at History of the World Part 1. You put that on TV today. now and oh my God. No, I mean, so... Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Blazing Saddles. You know, people, people, do, people do things in their life and their past that they're not proud of. Yeah. I've done some things in my past. Oh, I've done some of. things I'm not proud of. Right. I mean, but you know what? Is, I've those things I've that I've done, perfect. I've learned from those mistakes and I've became a better person. Right. Which is what I think with Kevin Hart. He's like, look, I was a comedian trying to get into the comedian world, just like Eddie Murphy and everyone else. You got to do those kind of jokes to get in the door. The thing is, is also like you said, I know what you're laughing at, Jim. Go ahead. Is it the comment? Yeah. No, you're Micah, your sister. Ice cream. I got McDonald's. <laughs> like Micah said, though, like we were all young and stupid. So, you right. know, we all done, done. But I mean, be different if we're still doing those things in our 40s right now. Yes. Exactly. Right. Like, yes. All right. But there's, there's also an age thing to look at. See, all of us were pretty close in age. So, we understand mm -hmm. it's uh, it's all these hypersensitive youngins gen z old traditional you know peeps that look into that stuff and not look past it and see that we all make mistakes yeah. we all got to evolve into something mm -hmm. but you know if if you're just overly sensitive or you're just a traditionalist and you can't accept either one then that that's the outcome you're going to get is what I Kevin wouldn't be who I am today. If the mistakes I made, like if I couldn't, yes, I would have known Matt and Josh, if I didn't make the mistakes that I made. Honestly, are no, no, no. Mistakes <laughs> I made in my life, which brought me to them. I'll drive my happy. I'm playing. So out of curiosity. So here's another fun question. I'm just, other than Billy Crystal, who's your favorite Oscar host? Oh Ellen. man! See, I loved Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin when they were hosting together. I, I liked Neil Patrick Harris. I think yeah, he did. Neil, Patrick Neil Harris. was great. Okay. He was great. Hugh Jackman was pretty good, but he wasn't really, you know. I he, thought Ellen. I thought Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I thought Ellen was great. I loved Ellen. She Ellen was, was good. I liked the, awesome Whoopi was good too. Well, yeah. see, there's a theme that the the people who we love. Uh, are really naturally uh, born, naturally adjusted to comedy. They uh, they're really funny people. Yeah, uh, the people who are more professional and not lend themselves to their personality doesn't lend themselves to comedy as much. Are kind of boring in that way. Yeah, I know who. You know who I wanted to to host the Oscars really bad. Robin Williams. Yeah, I was just about to say. Oh. That. Yeah. 
I wanted him to host so bad. You know why they didn't right. ask him, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is what you do. This is Hold what on. you do for that. You make a you make a comic relief reunion with Billy Crystal and Whoopi Goldberg, and then you incorporate old Robin Williams stand up to fit yeah. the theme of the Oscars. That would be awesome. What were you gonna say, Josh? I was going to say the reason why they never asked Robin Williams to do the Oscars is because I just finished reading this biography on him called Robin. If you ever get a chance to read it, oh, my God, it, it, you see a total different side of some of the things he had to go through and stuff um, and how he was actually a big introvert. And he had a hard time with public life and stuff. But the reason why they never asked him to do the Academy Awards is because he was simply a master of improvisation. He never stuck to the script. And yeah. with the Oscars, everything has to be so timed. And if they just let him run off, I, th I think they were scared of his genius is what it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could I take anything you said, anything you wore, anything you did and make it into something. I mean, it, it, the things I learned about it, wasn't, it wasn't, I don't awesome. think it was necessarily scared of his genius. They were scared of where his genius would, his mind would go. Well, that too. He could go into some really, you know, dark places. Dark places. Yeah. But no, Robin Williams, he's the reason why I even got into acting and stuff. I used to love impersonating some of his voices and stuff. And he's like my idol when it comes to acting. I, the day he died just broke my heart. And I would have yes. loved to see him. I would have loved to see him and Crystal together on uh, the Academy Awards. I think that would have been one for the books. Yeah. Right? Oh, definitely. Agree. So, definitely. Pettico, what it, what are you disappointed by, like, uh, entertainment-wise, that the pandemic is affecting? Probably Ghostbusters. I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I was that, that is a huge. Okay. But that you know what they could do right now to kind of ease me out of my disappointment with that is give me a trailer with the original uh, Ghostbusters. Because mm -hmm. yeah. right now they, they haven't shown anybody. All, right. all it is is rumor. And like they say that it's all, uh, you know, for sure like they're going to be in it but right, right. now i'm just taking media at its word right i want to see a trailer even if it has like a half second look at the original guys i i want to see something can i agree with that yeah, yeah. Did, I, did i see it did i see it right that they're bringing back the old ghostbusters saturday morning cartoon no that, that was, was an april that was an april, april, joke. That was an april oh, fool's okay. joke yeah, it got me too. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I, would love I, I for saw that it and happen, I was like, "Yes, yeah, April yeah. Fool's joke." I'm totally tagging Brian Pettigo on it. Yeah, I, I got a question. Now, now that we're under this quarantine, no, I barely hear you. Can't hear you at all. What? Check your internal microphone settings. That's what I'm working on. Okay, hey, I heard you then. Well, not now. I have an important question. Yeah, okay. we don't care about you, Josh. Y'all can hear me, right? Shut up, Micah. Yeah, we can hear you. Uh. So we're under quarantine, and right now there are no movies coming out. There is nothing in the works that we can even fathom right now except for trailers we've seen. So let's pretend for a moment that the slate has been completely wiped, and we have no idea what's coming out. What movies would you like to see made and come out starting the day we come out of quarantine? We can start seeing movie after movie. Give me some ideas, either storylines or comic books or a remake, something, anything. Oh, man, I got to think about that. What's a good one? I'm, I'm all about biopics. <laughs> I'm all about yeah. biopics. I love biopics. If they <laughs> could, uh, like, I'm personally working on, uh, slowly, but a script for, about Frederick Douglass that I think is a shame that there's never been anything about him, only 
uh, he's been dripped in other movies. Yeah. Uh, but I love stuff like that. Like, give me biopics. I, I would love to see Frederick Douglass. I would love to see um, uh, one about Robert E. Lee, like before the Civil War, hmm. uh, because he was a part of the Union before the Civil War. And there was a reason that he left to go fight for his home. I think there's a whole lot of in-depth about Robert E. Lee that people would find controversial. But I think if you brought a lot of uh, history and in-depth of what he did for his country, I think a, a big turn of who who he fought for would change of why he fought. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I love biopics. I think, I think, and this is going to be, I think Josh might be mad at me. I love Glory. Glory is one of my all-time favorite Civil War movies. I love that movie. Uh, it like spurred my spirit in Civil War, mm-hmm. but I think you could really remake Glory, but in a different way, because there's a whole book called The Blue-Eyed Child of Fortune that has um, almost 900 and something letters of his entire uh, career from when he was in military school to joining the civil war all the way up to his death that I think they could take a deeper look into. And there are a few of his sergeants that were not even mentioned in glory. There was all, everybody that was in glory that was a part of his military were made up people out Mm -hmm. of respect for relatives. I think if they went back to the relatives and got two of his sergeants uh, or, you know, family members, uh, people who are related to two of the sergeants that he personally appointed that they never really got into and gave like an in-depth look of all them going all the way to their death together. I think that would be a really amazing, like, I don't know, man, theatrical uh, event, man. Like if you would show more in-depth stuff, you know, things were limited in the 80s and 90s to how, how much they could show how much legally they could do. And, you know, stuff was, as soon as you had an idea then, they just went with it. And they were like, what can we do? What can we do legally? What can we afford? All right, go with that. Now we have more uh, resources so we can reach out to these people and give them a little bit of money or give them a little bit of incentive and be like, look, I want to tell the true story of your family. This would be a perfect opportunity. Let's, you know, you can even be a part of it. If you have some historical stories, we will make sure they're incorporated. Or if there's something that you want to be said, we will make sure it's incorporated. So like, I think stuff like that, to me, I know biopics are not really popular these days because we're in a comic book age, but like stuff like that, like when Last Samurai come out, had anybody heard of that guy? No. No. I love it. Another Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only god of Tom Cruise. I'm with you, Matt. I like biography movies a lot, and I think there's a lot that haven't been done. Like the top three that come to my mind, I want to see a Bob Marley bio movie. Ooh. I want to see a Dr. Martin Luther King bio. I know Paul Winfield did one back in the 80s. So Salem was good. Salem was, but I want to see like every Selma beginning or yeah. Selma. Yeah, I don't know why I said Salem. Salem. After I said it, I knew I was wrong. I was trying to think. I'll of, say I want to see just say the witch anxiety, trial. his stress disorder, and the fact that he was the epitome of a tortured artist. I want to see a Van Gogh movie. Yeah, yeah I'm actually okay. I don't. 
I've Nobody. seen that story. But I mean, do you think they should make a biopic about Robin Williams? And if so, who would play it? The guy, yeah, the, 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 guy the guy on yes. social media. Yeah. 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 Is freaking Jamie, a- what's his nuts? Mm-hmm. He's Same Jamie Casta. But the dude's like, 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 like this tall. Yeah, me and Matt saw him. Me and Micah met him at Celebration. Yeah. He was and very he short. Like, and you thought I was short. I was a head, <laughs> I was a head taller than that guy. Yeah. Like wow. I looked down on that dude. He's short. You know but the he is amazing. He is amazing. One of the one of the uh biopics that was supposed to come out, but they kind of trashed it is um I would like to see one on Richard Pryor with mm. the oh, one yeah. with Richard Pryor. They were supposed to come out with one. Yeah, Mike Epps is supposed to play him, but um what's his name? One of the Wayne's brothers. Marlon. Marlon, yeah. He they leaked footage of his audition and oh my God, it was so good. I was like, no, he needs to be Richard Pryor. It was spot on, but I'd like to see a Richard Pryor one because I read a, a book that my dad gave me a while back about Richard Pryor. My dad used to love to read books, books like that. And it was, I was, I would love to see a Richard Pryor one. The thing with Richard Pryor, I agree. I would love to see a Richard Pryor about his career. Mm-hmm. But the thing is today, and Tiger King will prove it, is that people want controversy. And there was a lot of controversy in Richard Pryor's career that directors and production will want to focus on that we wouldn't really want to see. Didn't they, uh, didn't they tell his story in Jojo Dancer? Your life is calling? I don't know. I've never I don't know. Seen I never saw that one. Look that, look that up, because I think that's... I think that's a biographical movie on, made by Richard Pryor about his life. Matt, you, you hit the nail on the head with the whole uh, controversial thing, because a lot of movies, I did some research on this about very famous people who sh- a lot of people think movies should be made about. And they, a lot of, they won't make movies about someone unless there's something that draws the audience in like a controversy or a struggle or something, which is why, you know, a lot of people think, well, how would come they haven't made a movie about like Houdini, who has a very mysterious way about him? But if the people who know Houdini said there was nothing controversial about him, so that's why there's yeah. no movie made about him. So yeah. it's nothing. But then you go yeah, and watch you, a movie. Yeah, but like, you can you can invent some Hollywood magical, you know, it, it based on a true story. They yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. But then you must get family members. You can't see an audience really. anymore. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. That's so true. It's like with with Houdini, if you created a controversy, you might get problems with the family being like, that never happened. I don't want that out there. Yeah. You know, give me another Rat Pack bio movie. Like, can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 (laughs) You can hear me now. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, you're there. Hey. I'm trying to to fix it. (laughs) So, Uh, is there a movie that you're disappointed that's pushed back, or is there anything entertainment wise that you I'll be right back, guys. Okay. Uh, All right. So while he's gone, really, not really. So I am, I I am addicted to um, comic book movies and uh, old toy cartoon being made into movies. I was super stoked about um, Snake Eyes coming out in October. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that this might give rebirth to popularity to the GI Joe brand because I feel like that's another brand that started strong in the movies, but then they dropped the ball with it. They felt like 
Channing Tatum was not a strong enough star, so they killed him off and brought in The Rock and Bruce Willis. And in my opinion, I think they just crapped all over that franchise. Um, but um, I've seen some of the, uh, you know, the set footage, the set pictures of Snake Eyes. Man, that looks, it looks like a freaking awesome movie. And I hope it's scheduled to come out in October. And I'm hoping that yes. I get pushed. I'm hoping that is able to stay there because I'm really looking forward to that. Cause Snake Eyes was my favorite character in that uh, that whole story. So he's a, he's a lot of people's favorite characters. And I think they kind of rushed his, uh, backstory in the first GI Joe movie. They did, but I felt like it was open enough that they could have continued on with the way they started it. I felt like this with the second movie, they just killed it. Um, yeah. And I just, after, after that second movie, I didn't think they could go anywhere. So I felt like that, that chain really needs a reboot and I'm hoping snake eyes can bring back that popularity. Cause I love GI Joe. And I think it's something that, you know, I think it's something that, um, not a whole lot of, not, not a whole lot's been done with that. And I yeah. think so much meat on the bone with that story that we could get a lot. Um, uh, we've already told a lot about, you know, the transformers, transformers, another one of my favorites, um, but I, my personal opinion, I like and appreciate all the Transformer movies that they've come out. But I think Bumblebee is where they should have started. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I have. I firmly believe Bumblebee was the Transformer movie we should have gotten for the for the people who love the Transformer. Yeah. Bumblebee is the movie we should have started with, and that's the format they should have stayed with. Um, and uh, I felt like Michael Bay kind of got a little overzealous with the with those ones he started with. I still appreciate him and love him, but man, Bumblebee is I love that movie. Awesome. Well, I think Bumblebee was the product of where do we go now? Like because they had already done so much with the other Transformer movies that they didn't want to stop, yeah. and they were like, "So what do we do now? Do we just go back to the beginning?" And that's mm. you know what they're trying to do. And, I'll, and I'm telling you, man, there's, there's buzz all about how how much the uh, the purists who lo- re- love the original uh, cartoon love that movie. So, uh, so let's move to uh, what are we doing um, to uh, entertain ourselves at home since we're stuck at home and <laughs> we don't have movies to go to or anything. Where do you start? Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, everything else. <laughs> uh, so you're not doing anything four. outside of like uh, a shower well, and then shower my car and go to work. Yeah. yeah, we're not talking about you though. I think yeah, Mike it's is always pointed that he's the only one that has to go to work out of this group. Let yeah. me tell you, Mike, yeah. if I could go to work right now, I would go to work. Oh no, I am so Jesus. thankful that I get to go to work. Let me tell you, you guys, you guys laugh. I we had a quarantine squ- scare, so I had to stay home for about a week, and I was very glad that I got to return to work and have a job. And yeah, I understand you guys to, all want to get out. They're they're talking about Metro, uh, even administration offices not returning until after April January April twenty fourth now. Oh yeah, uh, we're talking. That's when they were talking about kids going back to school. Now there's already talks about no school and us not going back until late May. Well, no, let's I, talk about I, the, I, the, I, the, I, the, I, the, the things that are entertaining myself. Like after, other than net, 
we're doing family game night. I'm going for drives still. I have to get out of the house. I can't stay in the house. That I do that. I, yeah. You know, Netflix. Yeah, of course. But, you know, that's everyday life. I mean, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I have to get out of the house, man. We have to. We drive. We do family game. Um, I'm going to I'm going to be honest. Um, my my you, know, you guys know that I, I got started late with collecting. Um and now that I'm, that I'm stuck at home and on the internet all day long, my wallet's <laughs> taking a really big hit. Uh, I'm buying a lot of stuff because I'm just, I've got so much time to sit here and look for it and find the deal. I think I sent y'all the pictures where I bought the entire Spider-Man uh, reissue Sinister Six. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm finding all kinds of stuff right now. So you're spending well, lots of money. Yeah. Every now and then we'll play um, uh, Christy. We just got Christy for her birthday, the uh, Nintendo Switch. And every now and then we'll go play uh, Mario Party. Everybody will gaggle up in the in the living room and go play Mario Party here and there. But yeah, like like uh, Ryan said, yeah, I just I'll get out of the house, too. I just a lot of people. But that's the problem, too. And that's again, that's what's that kind of starts pissing me off about so social media it's like everybody sees what's going on and yes very serious situation very take it very seriously but no one understands that you know it's they're even starting to yell at people who just walk out their door take a breath of fresh air and walk back in now those people are getting yelled at not the ones who are going to crowds and doing what's not supposed to be done not the one who's trying to get into a mall just someone walk outside, go take a fresh breath of air and come in. Now those people are getting yelled at and like, don't do that. Stay in your house. People are getting sick. And that you don't understand. People don't understand now that you, you can't just be cooped up in four, you know, with four walls all the time. So Matt, I do have to get out. Matt, are you starting any new video games? I've been playing uh, red dead redemption too. And, How is uh, that? It's, it's amazing if you okay. if you played the first one man this is yeah. a I, I tell you what though so this was like one of the first games that needed two discs to download mm-hmm. and i understand that it's not the size of the map it's the graphics red dead redemption 2 has the most beautiful graphics of any video game i've ever played it looks <laughs> so real like shannon, everything shannon says she actually got so bored she started playing farmville again <laughs> oh lord! Wow, wow. build like them cross. Okay, so I'm impressed. I'm oh, for me. Uh, I've been trying to do something different every day besides video games. I don't play video games every right. day because I didn't do that in my normal life. I would play a video game until I was done, and then I was done with video games for about a month until I got the itch to play another video game. It's, that's just that. how I've never been that like addicted to video games. I love them but I can't just sit down all the time. So like sitting down all the time just kills me. So I'll go walk my neighborhood. If people want to yell at me, I'll give them a finger, you know, (laughs) and move on. Yes, Uh, please. uh, I've been trying to work more. I've been trying to learn more. I finally finished my Aaron Sorkin class, Josh. Like it only took me like over a year and a half, but like as I'm trying to learn more. You take the Dan Brown class now. Do what? Dan Brown, take that class. I'm in the Oh yeah, I saw that. It's dude, so yeah. good. Uh, but I'm trying to learn the mechanics of writing a screenplay. Uh, and while I'm writing one, I got two going on right now. 
that uh, a master class thing? Yeah. 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 And dude, there's like a master class for all kinds Everything. of different things. Everything. And it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are two, if you're doing screenplays, there are two books you need. One is this one. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. You desperately need this one. It'll help you so much. And then this one, uh, you can see with all the tabs I have on the top of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. These two books will save you so much time and give you so many ideas. It's ridiculous. Like, as soon as I finish reading that book, I now have this on my wall. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, man. That'll help you outline your whole story. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, I've been doing that. Um like I, I I've got a couple things for my collection. Uh, I've been pulling stuff out. Like I found, like I put on earlier, I went through my stuff that I had in a box, my uh, signed picture by Michael Keaton. Uh, Cause I'm like finally like finding the motivation to like put stuff out that, you know, I've just put in boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, like <laughs> I've been cleaning a lot more. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, we saw when you cleaned your TV off. Oh, yeah. I was cleaning, like, man, being in here more, you know, you got more dust. So uh, you start noticing more things. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have my, I have my, my music stuff over there. I've been playing. I want to, like, I've been writing more, uh, playing music more. Um, you know, stuff I push off. Like when I'm at when I'm going to work and I'm like, man, I really want to write a song. I'll do it tomorrow because I totally live that I'll do it tomorrow. Like and right now, like during this quarantine, you know, I've been reflecting on that do it tomorrow life. And I'm like, man, I have no uh, excuse now. Like I'm just sitting here. I can't I don't need to put it off tomorrow. So if you've been living that, I'll put it to tomorrow. Just do it like right now, because I mean, you're not wasting time. You need to fulfill the time. So, what? What? On, building on top of that, a kind of a smaller topic is what it's what this has actually done has made me wish I had something in order to do what I want to do, and that's a piano. Like I wish I could get me an electronic piano, go back and refresh myself. I'd love to be doing that right now, but yeah. I don't have a. I don't. I don't have one. But that would be killer just to just wake up and learn the piano again. So I'm 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 interested in one thing because I was talking to Josh the other day and he said this might have changed since then. But he said he'd watched one movie since we have been home. And I'm I'm wondering how that is even possible. Are you okay, Uh, Josh? Well, (laughs) if if I can be totally honest. If I can be honest, I've been sitting there listening to you talking about how you guys are getting motivated to do stuff and everything, and I, I'm just not there right now. I'm kind of – I can't explain it. Katie and I were talking about this the other day. I kind of feel like I'm in a state of grief right now. I, I can't quite place it. It's – Katie, the way we teach, we teach so much. We put so much into what we do, and then we're, like, constantly on the go. You know, we're constantly on the go with school. Then we're on the, you know, working on the show and doing stuff after school with our kids. And then it's just like out of nowhere, the rug was pulled out from underneath us. And then we had nothing. And it was a complete whiplash. Like we're sitting there staring at each other, practically shaking. Like, what do we do? Right. And uh, and then I'll, I'll sit at my desk and I'll try to think about writing something. And the motivation is just not there. I, I tried to pick up. I looked at all the movies we own. I looked at all the movies you own. And I'm just like, nothing really is getting to me. I was like, I don't even know what to do. So I've been playing a lot of video games because it's one of the only things that's taking all of my attention. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes me, mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes me feel something, but it also pacifies me and makes me forget about what's going on in the outside world a little bit. So no, I, I've only watched two movies since this whole thing began. Um, we started some TV shows and stuff, but even that, I mean, we'll be sitting there watching TV and next thing I know we're both on our phones, which you guys know, I'm not a big phone person. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We, I, we finally started watching the bad boys movies cause I never saw the newest one. So I thought I'd watch them all. Um, but I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I'm in a state of grief. Like yesterday I was feeling angry about the littlest things that were going on. And I'm, I don't know. I, I, it was getting to me a little bit more than it should have i guess i don't know i'm having i'm having a hard time with it i get it man uh like like i I found myself in a state of uh like depression like for a while like when this first started and now like uh you know jobs are being affected and everything um you like i i hate question marks like i hate like like i hate the question mark like i like you know, I know plans are a fool's game, but you know, if I have a plan and able to make a plan, we're not able to plan right now. Yeah. You know, like you know, if there's there's so many question marks in the world right now that like you can't plan for tomorrow. Your plan tomorrow is to stay where you're at right now. Like that's that the is thing. The that that's the thing is I'm I'm an improviser by nature. You know, I, I yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm all about let's just jump in and see what happens. You know, but. W- the only way I could do something like that is if I know what the goal is long term. Yeah. I, whatever I do to get there is fine, but that's just it. I have no long term goals right now. Yeah. Really, exactly. I really want to sit down and finish my screenplay, but every time I sit down to do it, I can't clear my head. I've tried. I, I've been journaling a lot. I've been writing a lot about the state of what's going on. Um, like I'll put down the day, like this is day 23 or I've been in the house or something. And, I'll talk about, you know, these are things I'm feeling blessed about. This is things that, you know, I'm, I feel blessed that I have a job. I feel blessed that I'm actually getting paid, you know, where a lot of people are not right now. And I'm, you know, and I don't brag about that. It's just something I feel, you know, blessed. But then I feel this underlying anger and I, you know, I want to write about it or something, but then I have that voice in the back of my head that's like, but is anybody really going to care about what you write? You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place and I'm trying to find that spot to hone in on. I just haven't found it yet. I'm, yeah. You know it's bad if I'm having trouble watching movies. Movies are my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's why when you said that, I was really shocked. I had to hear more about that. Uh, I just can't focus. I'm like, about, you know. No, you go ahead. No, that's fine. I was just going to say, focus is my heart. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. And I'm hoping by the next time we do a podcast or something, I, I can talk more positively about it. But, you know, just not there yet. Well, how about you other guys? Pedigo, Wooten. Playing video games, watching Tiger King. Carol watching Baskin. Tiger. Oh, God, Tiger King. Oh Carol God. Baskin. Carol Baskin. No, I just play video games and then I go to work and I come back and play video games with you guys. And then I watch TV with my wife. She's been like you, Josh. She's been stuck in the house. She's on day, yeah, like 20 something. I'm on day 1,147. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to work last week, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I feel blessed that I get to leave my house and live some form of normality, I guess, some form of normal life. I get, But then when I go to work, all I see is Corona, 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 Corona. Oh, all right, COVID-19. stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. <laughs> so it's... 
it's it's a dominating world right now for both of us on both fronts for you guys it's staying home and it's for me it's trying to get the information out to people and to try to understand something that we just don't understand yeah we've lived in a world like this to where this is our first think about it guys we're gonna live through a pandemic something that we've never in our lives thought about you know we've seen the movies about it contagion and outbreak and you're like oh man that'll never happen here never uh disneyland and disney world is shut down it's not something i'd never thought i'd see in my life right so it's 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 a weird and i can understand where josh is saying that it's a weird thing to grasp on that you're just angry at something like i was supposed to go to disney last week I was supposed to go to Disney World, and I'm angry that I don't get to go. But, but see, it's more than that. It's 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 more than just I'm mad because of this. I'll just be angry for no reason. You know what I'm saying? It's like drinking a batch of whiskey and someone looked at me funny. I'm like, why are you looking at me? You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm sure it's a bunch of things. I'm sure it's so many things that you just don't understand. You don't. You just can't comprehend. You know, you want to be outside. You want to, you want to be with your kids. You want your show to happen. You want to teach. You want to, you want to go for a hike. You want to go for a run. You want to hug your sister. You want to hug your mother. You want to play games with us. That's just so much that your, 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 yourself just can't contain. I mean, I'm I'm an orange and I'm an extrovert. And there's sometimes that I just can't, I just can't do it. And I get angry. I can tell you three things that are saving me right now. And, I wrote about this in my journal for the past three days. Um, I am extremely thankful that I am locked in this house with my wife because if it was just me alone, I would go insane right now. Um, I'm on that border of introvert, extrovert. So my introvert, I love being inside, but if I was not here with someone, I would die. And Katie keeps me sane. A lot of the time she comes me down. Mm -hmm. Another one is music. I have been listening to so much music lately. I'll just put on headphones. I mean, you can see me dancing around the house sometimes like a bad Tom Cruise movie or something, but uh, I'll just blare the music and dance all over, sing out loud in the most off key way, just because I can. And uh, honestly, I've been praying a lot more. Uh, Me and God's had a lot of conversations lately. Um, Katie and I started reading devotionals every morning and night. We're reading that book, Jesus calling. Um, I'm also reading a daily book by john gordon saying stay positive it helps a lot but then there's also another book i forgot what it's called it's next to my bed um little quims or something written by a uh, lynn manuel miranda yeah uh, it's really good i and when i'm done with it i can share it with you guys i've only got a little bit left but uh music katie and god i mean that's what's getting me through right now that's a that's uh, a good way to let, that's a good way to end this he he started right there let's say what we're thankful for and go out on go out on that like what we're thankful for if they're in this tough time. It's hard to see it. It's hard to think about it. Uh, you know, sometimes. Fact, yeah. The fact that I can, you know, I miss being at my church. Everybody knows I'm a pastor. So, but I'm thankful for technology that I can do Facebook live and still do my sermons to keep people mm-hmm. positive as best mm-hmm. as I can. I'm thankful for, you know, being with Lucia and Rylan. I do appreciate the time with them and, Makes me realize, you know, I'm focusing a lot on my work and other stuff. And also, honestly, uh, the other two things real quick, I'm thankful that I can do this right here with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I can actually see you guys, my friends, and I can actually have mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, community. 
And that's when he freezes. <laughs> that's when he freezes. Wow. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So um I'm I'm going here. Sorry, Ryan. I'm I'm thankful for uh the fact that I still have a job myself. Um I, I've been I'm able to work from home. I've been working from home for over three years now. Um so I'm you know, in that aspect, um my life was not upheaved. So um but I'm still thankful that, you know, a lot of people in my industry are being, you know, laid off. So the fact that I have a job and I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to have that, but, um, uh, very thankful that I've got with me. I'm very thankful that my family has their health, mm-hmm. uh, that we've managed yes. to be able to stay healthy through all this, that we have everything we need. We're, we're not, you know, longing for toilet paper, like a lot of people out there for some reason. Um, and, uh, I'm, you know, I have the ability, I, we, I have a trail right outside that, um, you know, people would get out and walk on, but there's, it's not crowded. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a whole lot. You don't have to worry about the whole social distancing thing. There's plenty mm-hmm. of room to get out and walk. It goes for miles. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there, I'm very, there, I have a lot um, that I'm very thankful for right now. Scoots? Or Wooten? <laughs> Go ahead, Wooten. Scoots. Uh, well, I mean, you know, to hate to sound repetitive, everybody else pretty much nailed it on the head there. It's friend having friends, fam, family. Well, for me, both friends and family under one roof hanging out. You know, we sold our house and we're living with friends now till we find the house that, you know, we want. So having some, you know, friends close and having some family and family time and uh, technology, again, like everybody said, being able to do this, connect with everybody outside the world. And be able to do this in a safe manner. It's it's great. Um, it's what keeps me going. So I'm so thankful that uh, we put together all these Easter eggs for our church Easter egg hunt. And I'm now we're not having the Easter egg hunt, so I'm stuck in the house with all this candy. <laughs> <laughs> Does what I wouldn't have a get nice for a drag. With their fridge right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Wooten. Uh, uh, no, I'm thankful for uh, you guys. That we get to do this. I'm thankful that I get to have a, that. I still have a job. Um, I know sometimes I don't want to go to work because you know all my friends are at home playing video games, and I want to be with you guys. But I'm also thankful that I get to do what I do, and that I get to you know educate the world on this crisis. I mean, it's crazy. Sometimes, <clears throat> you know, you don't think that this can happen to you. Like when we had a scare that I could have maybe been infected with COVID. Um, Spooky. It's really scary. But um, again, like everyone else said, I'm thankful to have a job. I'm thankful for you guys. Um, Thankful for my wife. I'm glad that if when I was stuck in the house um, that I was stuck with her and that she has a job too. Still, she's still working hard because, you know, she works for state and, just crazy. I hate to I hate to bring in a joke here, but do you still love your wife, even though she bombed you the other day on Call of Duty while we were all playing? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great response. I love that. Right? Uh, he and he's gone. He and he's gone. He's like, that's it. I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Brian? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm thankful for my friends and family, of course. I'm really glad that most people are staying in because of my parents. Because yeah, 
they would probably be at risk. Um, and I'm really thankful for this technology. Yeah. Man, just imagine how crazy it would be if we could not see each other or just talk to each other, like through phones, yeah. text. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be insane. Imagine if we were back in the early 90s with pager codes and stuff. Oh, well, I was thinking like in the 1918 pandemic. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you think was. about like that, that would be crazy. But nowadays we've got it so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm really glad that I do have my job. Yeah. And I mean, that that's a big thing right now. Yeah. And I'm yes. I feel really bad for those people that have lost their jobs. Yes, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was one of them. Uh you know, a lot of uh, programs that I've been a part of have been cut for now. Who knows? That's part of the question marks of what, you know, when this is all done, will they come back or whatever? But um, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for you guys. I'm thankful that y'all are still willing to do this, even though we have to be in our own houses. Um, and I'm thankful for those watching and still supporting us. Yes. Um, thank you. Yes, all. Thank you all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm I'm thankful for my son, uh, who has been keeping this very <laughs> this quarantine very entertaining, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm thankful uh, uh, I'm in a relationship with someone who is willing to uh, still uh, be around me. But even with the ten foot pole, uh, that way we don't have to you know just uh, you know stay at home and do the face. FaceTime thing, which, you know, I'm very thankful for technology and that being around. So we can do that. And like, we're doing zoom now. Um, um, you know, I'm thankful for, uh, everyone willing to do their part, um, you know, to keep, you know, to get us past this time. And, uh, I'm thankful for everything that I have around me that I can do to keep myself busy. Uh, you know, for everyone listening, you know, it is important to reach out and not just sit, you know, it, you know, being in your own mind is, uh, you know, a scary place to go to alone. Yes. So, you know, everyone listening, you know, if you if you need to talk to someone, we are all available, you know, like, yeah. you know, you want to reach out yeah. to us or you want to reach out to somebody, reach out to somebody, be mm-hmm. with somebody, talk to somebody. It is important, especially now. It was it was important before this pandemic. But now that we're all home alone, it's not a time to be alone. You know, like, you know, reach out to somebody, reach out to us. We'll have more of these shows. When we have more of these shows, you want to talk about anything, even if it's not what we're talking about. We are all we are all game players. We will all talk. We will all talk about what Mm -hmm. you need to talk about. We will all be there in that moment. Uh, The only way we're going to do this is together, but apart. You know, so we have this. Technology. We just have to do our part and be together. We have to be in our own separate places, but we are still metaphorically going to do this together. So uh, I personally want to thank everyone who watched today and everyone who is going to yes. watch later on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I want to say one more thank you to, to one more thing. I want to thank all the doctors and nurses right now who all are at the hospitals. Monitors. And all the first responders who are out there doing their job, even when we're in these weird and and dark times right now. Thank you to the store clerks. Yes. 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 Talking and all this. Thank you to the delivery people. Yes. To the restaurants that are staying open 
and trying to keep some of their employees mm -hmm. to give us to-go orders. Like I've been getting food. I know people are scared to get food from, from places other than the grocery store, but you got to keep those local businesses open. You've got to keep these, these, these businesses also still need your money. And, and when this is all over, we all need to go out and support these yes. uh, local yeah, businesses. Time. The big companies yes. will be fine, but these local businesses, they need us when this is all said and done. They do. Yes. They do. And they still need you now. So yeah. even if you have one meal delivered to you, go pick up one meal. Do do something. We did Slim Huskies last night. It was awesome. Yeah. I, we had Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday. I know that's a big corporation, but big corporations are still hurting too. Um, so go, go, go. We had Sir Pizza two days ago. You know, it's, yeah. so you just got to help support them. And I want to thank them for being open. And I want to thank especially all the nurses, the yeah. nurses yeah. and doctors. Absolutely. They are right now the front line. Yeah, so thank you to everyone on the front line, whether you be in healthcare or in a food industry or grocery industry. Thank every we want to thank everyone who is doing what they can to help us keep going during these crazy times. Yep. Uh, especially, I want to thank Brian's sister, Corey. She did her job, and now she's at home. So they're infected they're affected too they're at yeah. risk they're yeah. they they are our military right now they are putting their lives at risk to help us get through this every day so, so thank y'all to everybody we are the eclectic collective i'm matt i'm micah I'm... <laughs> and these guys even do it on a podcast. Yet again. <laughs> yeah, this i'm josh cool. i'm still here i'm brian i'm, I'm ryan i'm Scoots. lord <laughs> Can we do like Thank a watch party, party or something pretty soon? Lord Jim. Yes. Let's Thank do a watch you everybody party. and uh, stay eclectic and we will yeah. be back soon.